This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Paul Jamison here. I appreciate everyone who's been hanging out with us on the Green Industry Podcast. Got a little bit of show's notes here before we get into our interview with Jake Lanier out of North Carolina. We chatted with him at the GIE Expo. And uh, speaking of the expo, hopefully everyone had a great time. I'm still editing the vlog uh, from the trip, but uh, that should be up on my YouTube channel very soon, and I'll be putting that up on Facebook as well. Uh, We have a group on Facebook. It's the Road to the GIE. Uh, I think it says Road to GIE 2020, and then each year, uh, Naylor, who's the main moderator of that group, updates the year. But you're more than welcome to um, request to join that group. It's free and everything on Facebook, but uh, we post videos and content uh, related to the Green Industry Expo in there and just uh, keep up with uh, news and everything on that Facebook group. So if you're not already in that, uh, make sure you sign up for that. On Instagram, go ahead and give me a follow. Personal Instagram, at Paul Jamison. Would love for you to follow me over there on the gram. And we have our business profile, which we use daily as well, at Green Industry Podcast on Instagram as well. Now, we'd like to thank Jobber for sponsoring our Green Industry Podcast. We really appreciate Jobber. And today's show is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com backslash IM backslash green industry backslash to receive 20% off your first six months. So without further ado, we're going to go back to the GIE Expo for our chat with Jake Lanier. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast, coming to you live from the floor showroom here in the uh, Louisville, Kentucky. We are so tired, but we have had a great time. My guest today is Jake Lanier, the New England Patriots fan. What's up? (laughs) What's up, man? Not much. I don't think we've ever talked business. We always talk trash about our team. Yeah, I know, right? Browns versus Patriots. I mean, I see you all the time, online, offline, and he's always giving me a hard time about my Cleveland Browns. I have to. But uh, he's a big Patriots fan. So Jake Lanier, for those who don't know who he is, is your sister married Jimmy Massey. Yes. I said that correctly. You and Jimmy, your brother-in-law, do a little landscaping up there in North Carolina. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. nice. We're doing it up in the mountains, uh, so we don't have just traditional plain hills, or we don't have just flat ground, we have hills that we work on, so. Hills, it looks like beautiful. Where are you guys, kind of close to Asheville? Yeah, like right outside of Asheville. I mean, it is, I, I watch you guys' Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and videos. I mean, Asheville, North Carolina area with those mountains, it is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, no, I mean, it's breathtaking. Uh, it's like 2,000 square feet up in the air. Or, I don't know square feet, but 2,000 altitude up. I, I think square foot. I think, yeah, altitude yeah. would probably be what we're looking for, yeah. Jake. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, man, maybe square feet. House. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, your house. <laughs> Quite Square different. feet. So, what, man, you guys have been regulars. I feel like I've been seeing you at GIE for years. Um, how many years have you been coming to the Green Industry Expo? Our, our fourth year here. 
Uh, but the show gets like, it always seems bigger every year. Yeah. Or at least the extra community things that we do just explode out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, we just had uh, Jason Creole just walk by. We got Corey Ballard standing over here talking to John Ryan. You got all these social Jimmy Massey, man in the, man in the camera here. <laughs> you have um, so much basically influencers just rubbing shoulders with each other just walking yeah. around it's 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 wild it's insane like dude, this show like if you don't go to this show you have to go to this show like it's yeah. that just important for this industry in particular yeah the green industry expo is a staple every year uh, if you are a leader in this business now did you guys go to the original GIE rally when it was at Pleasure Ridge Pizza I feel like I've seen you <laughs> were you there was it the next year or what tell yeah. me the story no we're at the First we're one with Greg Chisholm? That's the very first one. That's where I met uh, Naylor and just everybody was there. Keith was there. Uh, Seth was there. I mean, just everybody was there. But, like, not, I, I shouldn't say everybody, but it was like a select few. And then Naylor just like took the pizza party and said, you know what? We did it a second year and it grew up a lot more and the pizza place couldn't hold us. Like it was at the point where you couldn't get parking, you had to park down the street, walk in and stuff like that. But then he finds the mega cavern and it's like a few hundred people. And then this year it was like five, six hundred people that were at the mega cavern. It was insane. Yeah, I usually I have Mr. Producer. I have an awesome producer that produced my show. We have Massey behind the camera here. Make sure that mic's on, Massey. <laughs> Let's make sure we're good. You're good. All right, we are good. Thank you. We got Massey filling in for Mr. Producer on the Green Industry Podcast today. And we actually, Jake, I did a whole episode with Naylor where he told the story of, of how it all started. But you kind of mentioned it. We've done this now for several years. But where this thing's gone today, what are your thoughts? I mean, this is, you use the word exploding. This is wild. I, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's blowing up, as if, the youngsters say. If you would have told me that the pizza place would have been a mega cavern with five, six hundred people there. There was sponsors, over six hundred people last night. Like, there's a lot of work that went into that. And Naylor really put, like, his heart and soul into, like, getting us all together just so we can have a party. You get some food, you have fun time drinking, uh, doing the zip line down there. And it all started at a small, like, little pizza place that we just posted on social media, like, oh, little get-together. Yeah, Greg Chisholm and um, Sean Spencer, a couple guys are like, hey, we're going to be a Pleasure-Rich Pizza. You guys must have saw that post. Massey, you saw the post. Yeah, I did. And uh, he said, let's go. What, did you tell your brother, let's go? Yeah. Yeah, they can hear you, Massey. Yeah, oh, this okay. Is, yeah. You're kind of on the okay. show, too. Is, this, is that right? <laughs> you're, yeah, yeah, this is audio. Okay. We'll have video. But yeah, you're, you're kind of on the show, too. The All mic's right. facing this way, so maybe if you stand here, if you want to make a, a grand entrance. But yeah, Jimmy Massey's my producer on this show. But <laughs> we, we won't. Marty doesn't like to talk. My main producer. No. He'll talk in my ears, in my headphones. He doesn't like to talk on the show. He's shy. But that's the main thing. People kind of like the cameraman talking. Yeah, so this is nice that uh, that you're talking a little bit. So you told your brother you got to come to the Pleasure Ridge Pizza. Yeah, yeah. That I was, mean, yeah, that was I was tagging along for the ride there. Yeah, and then I, I remember, oh, we got we got vacuum cleaners going. We got we got uh, podcasters dream here with all this uh, background <laughs> noise. Well. What did you think about 2019 GIE, man? This has been wild, huh? Dude, I mean, 
it's been a lot of fun, but this, I know I say this at the end of every show, every year, Dude, you get exhausted, man. Yeah. Walking the floor, talking to people, it's non-stop, and so it's just this long ride for a few days, and then you're just, by Friday, you're ready to just get out of here. Yeah, when are you guys going back to uh, North Carolina? We'll be leaving tomorrow. Uh, okay. Tomorrow afternoon, I think. What's the flight. plans for tonight? Uh, I don't think we have anything planned. We're just kind of, we left the schedule open, did a few things earlier, but now we're just kind of floating around. Yeah. Well, we covered GIE a little bit. This is the Green Industry Podcast, where we chat with today's leaders about how to build a successful business and a profitable uh, business. Tell us a little bit about your, your landscaping business. What do you guys do mowing? Do you do landscape installations? What, what do you guys do? So we do just about everything, uh, minus a lot of hardscaping, anything hardscape we don't really touch. But we take care of plants, lighting, lawn mowing, maintenance, uh, any kind of small projects, like we'll put in a driveway for someone if they need it. Uh, wow, so you guys really do do a lot. How do you structure it? Is your brother the owner? Or you're the owner? You partners? What's the uh, business structure? Yeah, we're both owners in the business. Okay. We've been doing this for, I mean, four or five years now. Okay. Because I think it was our first year in business was like our first year at GIE because okay. he just heard about it somewhere. Yeah, and then do you guys have um, employees that work with you or is it just the two brothers or what is it? We have a few. Uh, we have two people. Well, we have one employee right now. Uh, that helps us. We had to, uh, but he ended up quitting or whatever. Uh, Call it a quits, huh? It happens. Yeah. Uh, well, it's more of he had a better offer, and it's like <laughs> I couldn't really compete with that. So it's like, yeah, you know, dude, I support you 100%. Give me a call. I'll be like the biggest reference in the world for you. Yeah. You know? So Jake, what has been your biggest mistake in business, and what did you learn from that mistake? Biggest mistake, man. There's so many to count. Because um, especially in the first year, you don't know what you're doing in business at all. Like, literally, you, unless, like, I didn't take any college courses. I didn't take, uh, yeah, I didn't take any college courses. I knew nothing. Like, we jumped into this, and then I just started reading books. I wish I would have read books, like, sooner. That would have helped out. Do you do audiobooks or you actually read the hard copy? I do both, but mainly audiobooks. Just when you're out working, because it's so convenient. I just plug in my earphones, put on yeah. Audible, just go through a book in, like, a day or two. Normally, I go through about one a week. Yeah. And what, I mean, what are some good... A lot of people ask me about audiobooks, and I'll, I'll, guys, I'll do a whole show of what audiobooks I listen to, what podcasts I listen to, but I'm curious, other people, what, what have been some audiobooks that have really helped you grow your business? Okay, so I'm gonna start with, like, I guess, some of my favorites. Uh, the E-Myth Revisited by Michael E. Gerber, I think is one of the most revolutionary business books of this like century. Like everyone, if you own a business, think about wanting to start in a business, like you have to read. Uh, Michael E. Gerber's The E-Myth Revisited. It's all about building systems for your business and how to actually treat your business as if it's a It's time for this week's Jobber Minute. Should I quote a job when my client is around or is it okay just invoice them once the job is complete without ever giving them a quote? It's best practice to always quote before doing the work. Think of it as a bit of extra work up front that will save you a lot of problems down the line and make you look more professional 
than anyone who isn't quoting. The good news is you don't have to wait for the client to be around. Jobber lets you create quotes and invoices on site or in the office and send them right to your client portal. From there, clients can approve the documents, make changes, or even pay. In short, creating the quote ahead of time will save you a lot of headaches and using Jobber to organize quotes and accept payments makes easier than ever for your client which means they're more likely to pay you in full and pay you faster. Thanks again for Jobber for sponsoring our podcast. We appreciate Jobber and you can get started uh, with Jobber and actually get 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com backslash I am backslash green industry backslash. And that link is in today's show notes. Now back to our interview live from the Green Industry Expo with Jake Lanier business and not just solopreneur and that's a trap that he talks about that most people get caught in you know they just treat it as like another job when it needs to be this well-oiled machine but the book goes through and tells you how to do that step by step yeah that's the email by michael gerber yes what I else put that number one uh anything by mike mccallowitz is good yeah I thought, Yo, it was funny, at the pizza place, uh, Naylor was the one that got me into reading Mike Michalowicz because I asked him what books he read and he brought him up. Uh, And that kind of shows you how the industry is, right? Like I was just bringing up random books that I talked to and Naylor's like, oh, you gotta read like this guy's stuff. So I did and then that So what book, I I like The Profit First, Pumpkin Plan, he's got some new ones. Which ones would you recommend? His newest one, Clockwork, is really good. Okay. Um, And that's actually very similar to Michael E. Gerber's E-Myth Revisited, but it's kind of told in the the way that Mike Michalowicz talks in his books. Like, he has a very unique style. Uh, Funny guy. Yeah. Very off the riff, entertaining to listen to. Funny guy. But the man knows his stuff, and he's built so many companies he can't even count. So, yeah. So, anything from Mike Michalowicz, genius. What else? Uh, Let's see. I mean, I kind of like some of the older stuff as well. Uh, Anything like Think and Grow Rich to How to Influence uh, or How to Make Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie is, or Andrew Carnegie, I can't remember. One of the Carnegies. Dale? Is it Dale Carnegie? Massey, the producer, the fill-in producer. Yeah. Jimmy Massey. Yeah, I think it's it's Dale. He's going to go with Dale. Well, you, you listening back there, Marty? Marty never. Marty <laughs> never. Anyway. Okay. Dale Carnegie. Yeah. Yes. I would just go through and on Audible, like try and just pick a book. If you don't get interested in the first, I don't know, few chapters to maybe like an hour into it, if it's just not hitting you, I would just ditch it. It's a waste of time at that point and go on to something new. But I always read the reviews of every book I buy, so make sure you check the reviews. Yeah, and we do have a we do have a confirmation from Massey. Yeah, it's correct. It is Dale Carnegie. There you go, the producer of the show today, <laughs> Jimmy Massey. Yeah. Today only. Yeah, Mar- Marty, Marty, Marty charges me a lot though, Massey. I hope I don't have to. Uh, I'm not gonna get Marty, an invoice later. Yeah, he didn't come. He's not here. Oh, well, that was but funny. he's my producer back in Atlanta. What is he charging? <laughs> Too much. Too much. I'm negotiating. Nego- $5 cheaper. I'm the, I, I, we, we didn't discuss this. I just asked Massey, can you make sure everything's running here? But uh, Mr. Producer does a great job. People, I appreciate all the compliments. I've had so many people say they love the show. And 
the producer's a big part of it. He, he edits, you know, I just ramble on talk, interview folks. He makes the magic work, so we appreciate him back in Atlanta. So Throw me some hard questions. Throw, Jake, Jake <laughs> says know. throw him some hard questions. Why not? When you're quoting a job, how do you come up with what the price you guys are going to charge your customer? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, do I want to give away my trade secret to it? Well, we got you here on the Green Industry Podcast. Okay. Come on. Well, there are softwares out there that measure wait, wait, by... Wait, wait, Can you really give it to them? Yeah, why not? All come right. on. So there are softwares out there that measure square footage and give you prices on lawns that you can just type in any address that you see onto, say, someone else's software and use that as a, I use it as a reference point. Now I use it as a reference point because I'm in the mountains and so in the mountains, Google can't get an accurate read of like hills and banks and stuff like that that yeah. we charge extra for. But it always keeps you on a good guideline of like, oh, should I be charging $45 a week for this lawn or 100 here because it's much larger? And so it keeps you in check of kind of like what the industry average is and knowing that you're kind of within those lines. Wow, that's really good. Folks are always asking, you know, what is the industry average? And it varies whether you, you know, servicing in Georgia where I live, North Carolina, it's probably pretty similar where you live, although I live in a major city, you live in the mountains. Yeah. And um, California is obviously different. I mean, my, my best estimation in the Atlanta, Georgia market for labor, it's about $53 per man hour. I mean, some companies charge more, some companies shoot themselves in the foot and charge less. What's it in North Carolina if somebody wants to just come have you blow their leaves or do a fall cleanup and you're going to say, I'm going to charge you per hour. What's the number that's kind of the middle ground in well, Asheville, North Carolina area? Let's say the first year in business we were charging $20 an hour. Uh, you guys made two it? two people. What? Yeah. Oh my god. That gosh. was when we started. Then it bumped to 40. Yeah. Then from 40 to 80. And now we charge roughly around between 100 to 150 depending on the job. So this, this just shows you about business. He, he said he was charging. $20 <laughs> per man hours first year in business. We were talking about mistakes, right? Yeah. Like, yeah and mistakes. those are things you and, learn. And, and, and now if you're doing about $50 per man hour? Uh, yeah, I would say 50 per man, yeah. So if there. you're doing two guys, it'd be $100 per hour? Roughly. We don't necessarily, we, we do it by a per, like we don't, like we base it off of hourly, yeah. but sometimes you have to account for difficulty of it. Yeah. Like when we're doing like high up banks that you're gonna have to run up there and like cut, we're gonna charge premium for that. Yeah. Because that's a lot of work and everyone quits after doing the first time, but we'll do it, but for the right price. Yeah, I watch you guys on Instagram. I'm like, you guys put in the work on those mountains. So if you're quoting a mulch installation, you know, someone says, Hey, Massey Brothers, I want 10 yards of brown mulch. What's your price? How do you figure it out? So this is gonna, we kind of go around the same $100 an hour, um, $100 a yard kind of okay. model. Um, 
And that also depends on difficulty. If it's like an easy flat land that we can easily just pump it out in a few hours, we'll, we'll do it cheaper for the person, save the customer some money because, you know, we don't want to like gouge them, right? Uh, but we want to make sure that we have enough to pay us and our guy and just, you know, be able to scale with it. The material, the delivery? Yeah, material. Uh, we have a guy that always comes out and delivers it with his truck and then the rest is just us to wheelbarrow around or sometimes it's just a simple spread and he'll even like dump it in different locations to make it easy and he doesn't charge us anything extra for that type of stuff yeah and he kind of gives us a deal and so it gets pretty cheap for uh mulch which is nice yeah that's that's awesome so i think we covered pricing pretty good anything you want to add about pricing people are always asking me you, I mean, we, I just literally, right, standing right there, I was talking to a guy from Missouri. He's like, man, I wish you would ask more questions on the live Q&A about pricing. People, they want to know their pricing because so many of us Numbers have done. Sensitive. I did yeah. it too. I, I, was, I, was, I was making a light joke with Jake that he was undercharging when he was charging. You're basically charging $10 an hour? Yeah. Well, that's what we were using because we worked jobs. Yeah, but the when you work a job different. making, let's say you work at Costco, the grocery store, warehouse place, they pay like 16 bucks an hour or some make more, but whatever. Let's say you make 15 bucks an hour. When you go out and you own a, a business, you can't charge $15 an hour because that's not, that's not how it, it's not the same. Yeah. You have to calculate all your overhead all your, so much goes into it. And so that's why. Let me throw you this one. It quickly gets to $53 a man hour as the average in Atlanta. Go How ahead, Chase. How about this for scale? And, and, and this is kind of one thing I figured out is in the beginning, we had a small push mower and we were charging $45 for this lawn that we okay. did. And it was $45. It took us over an hour to do uh, just because the push mower took forever. But as we scaled up, as we get a big mower and stuff like that, we've kept that customer at $45 a week, right? For four years. These are like very first, one of our very first customers. We've kept it loyal to him, but now we get in and out in eight minutes. Like, and that's with upgrading our equipment, us knowing the lawn. Uh, us knowing the routes, getting faster, getting more efficient. Like, we, we used to, as I said, it took an hour, but then we got a bigger ride on mower. Now it takes us eight minutes in and out, we're done. Wow. So talk about that for scale. So starting out, sometimes it might be okay to, you know, charge a little bit under. And as you scale, you become more valuable. Yeah. Right? And definitely, I know in Atlanta, you know, we have traffic and drive time. I calculate that into my pricing. How long is it going to take me to get from, you know, Mr. Bancroft's house to Mrs. Smith's house? Yep. And that that needs to be built into when we're charging the customer because I calculate it my workday when I leave the shop in the morning, you know, until I get home, I'm working. And so I want to be getting paid while I'm working. And so, you know, just because you said it takes eight minutes, that's time on property. But you also got to calculate how long did it take you to drive from your house you did before that one? And then how long did it take you to unload the trailer? And then how long did it take you to drive to the next house? You know, is more than eight minutes. That's impossible yeah. to do eight. But the actual performing, cutting the grass, eight minutes, and pretty so, impressive. In, in, and we don't actually account for drive time, but we kind of came up with a different method of just making sure you clover leaf 
when you do, like that lawn that we do in eight minutes, guess what, we got his neighbor. Guess what, we got the guy right down the street from him. You know, we make sure that we kind of get as many people as close to them to make it just so worth it, right? And that's important. Yeah, that's really good. Well, this has been really helpful, Jake. I've wanted to get you on the show for a while. We've had your brother on. Uh, anything else you wanna you wanna share before we're gonna get a prediction here, folks? This is right before Browns versus Patriots. This is gonna be documented. Okay. I'm gonna get a prediction here in a minute. Anything else, uh, landscaping business that you wanna tell the world that you've learned that you think can help and benefit somebody else? Uh, you better optimize for mobile on your website, man. That is so freaking important right now because of Google's new UX uh, user interface, like uh, crawler engine that they have. It's going to look at mobile first. It is not looking at your regular desktop website anymore. It is more important to have a mobile site than a regular website. And that's because, you know, like 70% of traffic nowadays, everyone's just on their phone, especially when they're looking for lawn care and stuff like that they're gonna call anyway they don't go down to their desktop to look up a lawn guy they just look it up on their phone they say like hey Siri or something like that you know yeah like, what's the Google or so yeah. so look why we're why we're on websites um, what's important for small business owners to, to know about having a, a, a beneficial website so it's gonna take some time before it crawls before you can get to number one on Google uh, it's going to take you at least yeah, six months of SEO work, getting content, you know, backlinks to your website, uh, traffic. Uh, it accounts for time on your page is actually pretty big. So if people see a crap website that they don't want to use, they click out of it. If they click out of your website pretty fast, Google's going to look at that and be like, mm, do I really want this on the top page? Because I want people who are on the top to stay on the top and actually use their website. And so if you want customers and clients and to be on Google, like it takes time, but it's also like, it's a whole method to it of SEO and Google my business, get reviews. That is your weapon, man. Most people actually just click on the my business instead of going to your website. Wow, so how, how does someone get a Google review? So you have to set up Google My Business and that's just through well, Google My Business. You can go on there and sign up uh, for your website and then sign up for that. And then you get reviews. And what you want to do is send those links. Like you can get a backlink to your Google review. Send those to your customers after you made sure that they are like happy and make it easy for them. Don't tell them, oh, can you give me a Google review and go look up my site? Just send it right to them. Send them make the it link. easy. Yeah. Stack as many reviews as possible because the one with the most reviews gets the most calls. So that's beneficial right there. But that was worth the price of the podcast. Yeah. The show's free. But there we go. That's valuable advice. Get Google reviews. Get a good website. Jake didn't ask me to plug him, but you do do website work. Yeah. No, I, I just started I, doing websites. I, for if it. somebody wants you, Jake Lanier, to build their website, how do they get in touch with you? Oh, that's what I'm still trying to figure out right now. Okay, this, is, this is in the uh, preliminary me. stages here, but follow. Let, let's start with this. Follow my guy, how can they follow you? On Instagram, at uh, justjakel, it's like underscore each one, so like just underscore jake underscore l. Um, 
kind of a newer page. And then you okay. can just follow my Facebook or add me on Facebook. Jake Lanier on Facebook. So you yeah. got you got a budding website creating business. You're gonna start creating websites. Yeah. That's why not? cool. That's really cool. That's a good thing well, to well, do in the winter. Yeah. That is cool. Alright, let's get to the prediction. The Cleveland Browns. Oh man. The New England Patriots from Foxborough, Massachusetts. We know how crooked those Patriots can be. Are they gonna are they gonna get one? <laughs> how crooked. Uh, or are the Browns gonna pull the upset? Pull an upset. I think it'd be lucky if they scored a touchdown <laughs> against the Patriots. Odell defense. Beckham. Sorry, Stephon Gilmore is the best corner in the league right now. Uh, I'm gonna predict 38 to nothing blowout. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you guys sir. might get yes, a field goal, 38-3. What are they doing up in the North Carolina mountains, folks? Doing the Browns up. will go into Foxborough, pull off the upset. We'll call it 27 to. 17. The Browns defense is going to hold Tom Brady to 17. Okay. 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 I'll give you 23. Yeah. I'll give you 23. 27-23 Browns win. <laughs> you heard it here first on the Green Industry Podcast. Guys, talking about Google reviews, how about an iTunes review, Jake? Heck yeah, Have you man. left one? Your brother left one. Alright. Well, I don't have any Apple. That's my thing, so. Yeah. I'm all Android product. All right, well, <laughs> but I'll drop, try. I'll yeah. see what I can do on the web if it. Yeah, lets dro me. drop a review. We would certainly appreciate it. Yeah. What would you say to someone who's never been to the Green Industry Expo that's thinking about coming in 2020? Just come, man. Have fun. Meet up with some people. Just walk around. Enjoy the show. Look at the products. Look at the mowers. You know, you never know who you're gonna meet. Yeah, it's a lot of fun here. Let's do it. The Green Industry Expo. So hopefully you guys can come out next year. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Go Browns. Go Pats. <laughs> that was fun. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, man. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast was brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Start a free trial or sign up today to receive 20% off your first six months. Find out more at getjobber.com backslash im backslash greenindustry backslash. And that link can also be found in today's show's notes.